Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. Welcome to the bigger picture. Well, it's all about the FOMC, and they kept to the script, raising rates by 25 basis points. And also, what's in focus is what Fed Chair Jerome Powell said in the press conference, where he gave a bit of a hint of what's to come. And looking at the language, it does appear we could be in for what might be a pause. Well, to help us unpack what to expect and what implications will be for markets, let's check in with Louis Thiel. He is the Senior Investment Strategist for Fullerton Markets. Good morning, Louis. Hi, Ryan. Thanks for having me. Hey, Louis, let's talk about what's the FMC um, unpacking or unloading us this morning. And starting first with the 25 basis point rate hike. I imagine that is something that everyone was expecting. Yeah, uh, definitely. So I think that is already priced in. Uh, but more importantly will be the press conference, which uh, I think the most important takeaway from FOMC press conference uh, this time is that there isn't any pivot and that there will not be any cuts Rate cuts, mm. right, for the rest of 2023. Yeah, that's so I think that's a most important markets. Yeah. Uh, definitely, right, because I think the market has been very naively, right, pricing in a pivot, right? They've been pricing in a rate cut for uh, this year, right? And with that removed, I think the market will start to price the equities market, the US dollar properly, right? And believing that uh, the rates, even though it will remain unchanged, but it's still highly dependent on data. Okay, so what's the Fed weighing here? Because it has to fight inflation. So why is it pulling the brakes right now, at least in the coming months? Okay, so I think the most important point is uh, why why are they pausing right now? Is because the interest rates, which is uh, five to five point two five percent, right? It is exactly the same as inflation, right? We are looking, we are seeing that the inflation data currently is at about what five point one percent, right? So in a general rule of thumb, right, to combat inflation, Federal Reserve have to hike rates to be the same or higher mm. as inflation, right? So currently it's the same, which is why I think they have decided to pause interest rates and let the take effect, right? Trying to let the uh, Fed rates right take effect to see whether inflation will continue to go down lower. Yeah, when you look at the other factors also in consideration, you've got the banking crisis. How much does that play into um, their policy moves? All right. So, so of course, Powell this morning, right, he, he did mention, uh, interestingly, that the banking turmoil is actually a tightening, which is in line with uh, what Federal Reserve wants to do as well, right? By pausing rates, uh, they want to tighten, you know, they are doing quantitative tight- tightening as well. So they believe that the banking turmoil is helping that. But of course, what we are seeing is that there is actually no spillover uh, from the current uh, bank insolvencies, right, to other asset classes. So I don't think this will be a hu- huge issue, right, down the line. And of course, we are seeing that the US financial sector index is actually holding pretty well, right? So I feel that the regional and community banks that is facing issues, right, they have been struggling regardless of the rate hikes. So they have always been struggling. So I think that Federal Reserve might take this chance, right, to consolidate or to merge some of these banks together, mm. right, by having larger banks to buy them over or, you know, and to let them collapse on its own. Should we interpret this banking turmoil actually as a bit of a positive for the Fed because with all the credit tightening and the, I guess, uncertainty, it does slow down the economy to some extent, which is what the Fed is going for. And then that gives them the room to, well, hit the pause button. Exactly, right. So it just happens so that, you know, this banking turmoil is definitely helping or it's in line with what Federal Reserve wants to do as well, right, to tighten the market and with this credit crunch mm. that we are seeing, Right. Um, I believe that uh, definitely it will help. In, I mean, 
not very positive, right? Because the banking uh, sector is definitely facing a crisis, but I believe that it will definitely be in line with what Verizon wants to do, which is uh, to tighten the market. Yeah, it's not great to talk about a um, the layoffs that we hear about in the headlines <laughs> the, these days, but it does happen, and I think that's what the Fed is trying to engineer. Uh, on the front, it is, well, looking on the bright side of things, the Fed Jerome Powell is saying, hey, recession is not their base case. I think that caught some people by surprise who were actually expecting the US to go into recession. Yeah, so of course, I think for Federal Reserve, they will always want to stay towards the positive uh, mindset, right? To try to calm people down by saying that, hey, you know, the uh, banking sector is sound and resilient. But of course, I would usually take uh, such statements with, with a pinch of salt. So I think down the line, what is important is to look at the core CPI and PC, and PC, which is the personal consumption expenditure, right? Because the core CPI and PC is actually rising, right? So core Core CPI and PC actually excludes the volatile components such as food and gas prices. So even though inflation is falling, but when we look at the core uh, CPI and PC, we are seeing that, hey, actually they are increasing. And down the line, right, it might force Federal Reserve to hide again if uh, the core CPI and PC continue to trend higher. All right, we're in conversation with Louis Thiel. He's the senior market strategist for Fullerton Markets. Now, Louis, let's take a look at the US dollar. And it has been losing steam in the past few weeks and it's approaching a one-year low of a reading of 101 on the dollar index. If we take a look at the past month, the dollar index is down 0.4%. So what's your take on how this will impact the strength of the US dollar? Right, so uh, for the US uh, dollar outlook, I feel that it is looking positive right now. So even though we saw that the dollar index actually fell uh, pretty much like, for example, uh, minus 0.4%, um, but currently with no rate cuts in 2023, right, I feel that the dollar could continue to move higher due to uh, two reasons, right? One would be that the differential interest rates between US and the other major cu- countries such as Australia, uh, with interest rates at 3.85%, Europe currently at 3.75%, and the UK at 4.25%, right? All this could incentivize investors to keep buying uh, the dollar while selling uh, the rest of the currencies, right? And the second point uh, will be that the sticky of, you know, the problem of sticky inflation, right? Because like I mentioned, right, because CPI PC is still moving higher. So I feel that this could, in a few months' time, probably not in June, but maybe in September, uh, we might see Federal Reserve having no choice but to increase interest rates again to combat the core CPI and PC. Wow, so potential interest rate hike still. So maybe not actually hitting the pause button uh, yet. So if you look at Asian currencies, if you're expecting some strength in US dollar, would then that mean weakness for some of them? Yeah, um, I would say that uh, even though the US dollar was strengthened, but for the high beta currencies, for example, if we uh, like mentioned, right, or the Australian dollar, New Zealand dollar, I feel that they might be facing some weakness down the line, definitely, right? Um, and of course, when we look at the equities or the gold market, right, because all of them are priced in dollar, right, mm. and especially the US indices, right. So with US dollar strengthening, uh, we might see further downside in the US indices. And for gold, they seems to be another creature right now, right, because it is flying uh, off the roof. And but that is totally due to other confluences, right? For example, Russia and other central banks, you know, buying huge amount of gold and etc. Yeah. So the geopolitical tensions actually be further strengthening the US dollar to some extent? Uh, definitely, right. So we are seeing that US-China, uh, there are new tensions as well, right? Uh, 
the, the U.S. government is trying to prevent, right, the U.S. companies, right, prevent U.S. companies from investing in, uh, in China, and they are trying to prevent technology from moving to China as well, right? So I think these tensions will continue, right, even though it, it has existed for you know, since twenty eighteen, but I believe that it will continue to worsen, right? And of course, U.S., Russia, and U.S. with uh, with quite a few countries, right? So I feel that these uh, geopolitical tensions could be one of the main factor, right, strengthening the U.S. dollar as well. Right. Great oversight from Louis Teo. He is the Senior Market Strategist for Fullerton Markets. Louis, thank you so much for your time this morning. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. Right. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.